Good afternoon, Facebook folks. And so let's continue on in uh, Genesis chapter 27. So we see that uh, uh, Isaac and Pham have settled into the land. And uh, things are about to get interesting in the family. <clears throat> and so, um, so Isaac is old now, and he needs to pass on his blessing to his firstborn. And so um, he said, uh, look, this is verse 2. I am old and do not know the day of my death. So now take your hunting gear, your quiver and bow, and go out into the field and hunt some game for me. He's telling this to Esau. He's essentially telling him, I'm going to be dying soon, and I want something that I really like. And you like what I like, so I want you to go out, hunt some game, bring it back, cook it up for me, you know, and then I'll give you uh, the rights of the firstborn. And so Rachel, excuse me, Rebecca overhears this, and she's not really pleased because Rebecca, um, excuse me, Jacob is Rebecca's favorite, and Esau is Isaac's favorite. And so she hears Esau, or she hears um, Isaac giving Esau his instructions, and she wants Jacob to have that blessing. So in verse 6, this is what she tells him. Rebekah said to her son Jacob, listen, I heard your father take, uh, talking with your brother Esau. He said, bring me game and make a delicious meal for me to eat uh, so that I can bless you with the Lord's presence before I die. In verse 8. Now, my son, listen to me and do what I tell you. Go to the flock and bring me two choice young goats, and I will make them into a delicious meal for your father, the kind he loves. In verse 10, it says, then take it to your father to eat so that he may bless you before he dies. Verse 11, Jacob answered uh, Rebekah, his mother, look, my brother Esau is a hairy man, but I am a man with smooth skin. Suppose my father touches me then I will be revealed to him as a deceiver and bring a curse rather than a blessing on myself. His mother said to him, your curse be on me, my son. Just obey me and go get them for me. So she's setting him up. She's she's setting him up to get the, the, the uh, blessing of the firstborn, even though he wasn't the firstborn. And she knows that she's deceiving um, uh, her husband and uh, and she's trying to make what she wants to come about come about. And so if we skip down here to verse 19, um, when uh, uh, Jacob has gone and done what his mother said to do, and she has prepared the food and given it to him and say, okay, go take it to your father. And then in verse 19, Jacob replied, uh, well, let's go up to verse 18. When he came to his father, he said, my father. And he answered, here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob rep replied to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done uh, as you told me. Please sit up and eat some, some of my game so that you may bless me. In verse 20, but Isaac said to his son, how did you ever find it so quickly, my son? He replied, because the Lord your God made it happen for me. Then Isaac said to Jacob, please come closer so I can touch you, my son. Are you really my son Esau or not? And so in verse 22, so uh, Jacob came closer to his father, Isaac, when he touched him, he said, the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Verse 23, he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like those of his brother Esau. So he blessed him. Again, he asked, are you really my son Esau? And, uh, and, and, and Jacob replied, I am. And so the deception is in play. We see what's going on. 
we drop down to verse 26. Uh, then his father Isaac said to him, please come closer and kiss me, my son. So he came closer and he kissed him. When Isaac smelled his clothes, he blessed him and said, ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give to you from the dew of the sky and from the richness of the land and abundance of grain and new wine. May people serve you and nations bow to uh, bow and worship to you. Be master over your relatives. May your mother's son bow and worship to you. Those who curse you will be cursed and those who bless you will be blessed. And so we see that um, Isaac has given what he thought was Esau, his blessing, he actually gave it to Jacob. And so, obviously, Esau is going to find out. And so, so Esau goes to his father, and in verse 32, but his father Isaac said to him, who are you? He answered, I am Esau, your firstborn son. In verse 33, Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably, uncontrollably. Who was it then, he said, who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate it all before you came in, and I blessed him. Indeed, he will be blessed. In verse 34, when Esau heard his father's words, he cried out with a loud and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me too, my father, bless me too. But he replied, Your brother came in deceitfully and took your blessing. And so uh, then Esau says, Then he asks, haven't you saved a blessing for me? But Isaac answered Esau, look, I have made him master over you, have given him all of his relatives and his servants, and have uh, sustained him with grain and new wine. What then can I do for you, my son? In verse 38, Esau said to his father, do you have only one blessing, my father? Bless me too, my father. And Esau wept loudly. Uh, in verse 39, his father Isaac answered him, look, your dwelling place will be away from the richness of the land, away from the dew of the sky above. You will live by your sword and you will serve your brother. But when you rebel, you will break his yoke from your neck. And so basically his blessing was one day you will break away from your younger brother. And that is all that uh, Esau got in the way of a blessing. And so obviously Esau was not happy. He was very upset and angry with his brother. And so he vowed to kill him. And so uh, this, is, this gives us uh, remembrance of Cain and, Cain and Abel. <clears throat> and so we look um, here at uh, verse 43, and this is Rebekah talking to um, Jacob because she's trying to save him. And she says, so now my son, listen to me. Flee at once to my brother uh, Laban in Haran, verse 44, and stay with him for a few days until your brother's anger subsides, until your brother's rage turns away from you, and he forgets what you have done to him. And so this is all Rebecca's plan. You know, she wanted Jacob to get the rights of the firstborn. This is all conjured up by her. And now she's telling Jacob to flee before uh, his brother does something bad to him because of everything that he has done. She's taking no responsibility whatsoever with regard to setting her son up in order to steal the firstborn rights from his eldest brother. 
And so, um, again, it, it's a passing the buck. It's not my fault. You have done this. And, and so now you have to deal with it. And so we see that uh, Jacob is preparing to depart uh, from the land. And, um, and so he's, he, he, he leaves. So he's on his way um, somewhere else just to get away from Esau, basically. And so he, he leaves his homeland and then he, he stops at a place to get some rest. And in chapter 28, verse 12, it says, and he dreamed. A stairway was set. Uh, a stairway was set on the ground, with its top reaching the sky, and God's angels were going up and down on it. The Lord was standing there beside him, saying, "I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your offspring the land on which you are lying. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out towards the west, the east, the north, and the south. All the peoples on the earth will be blessed through you." And your offspring, look, I am with you. I will watch over you, whatever you, wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And so in this dream, God comes to Jacob and tells him the plans that he has for him, that he's with him. He's not going to leave him. He's going to make sure that he sees Jacob through everything that he promised him. And so then Jacob makes a vow. And Jacob says in verse 20, chapter 28, then Jacob made a vow. If God will be with me and watch over me during this journey I'm making, if he provides me with food to eat and clothing to wear, and if I return safely to my father's family, then the Lord will be my God. And so he's, he's making a conditional vow to the Lord, a conditional covenant, if you will. If you do all these things for me, Lord, if you serve me, God, and then you prove yourself faithful, then you will be my God. And so, I mean, that's just, that's, that's, that's backwards. But uh, he had told him all of this stuff that he was going to do, and he's not believing. And so he's telling the Lord, yeah, you can be my God after you do all of this stuff for me. And so that's how that is. And so he's on his way. Um uh, to meet his future wife, because one of the things that uh, uh, his parents, you know, Isaac and Rebecca, did not want him to do was to marry any of the women in the local vicinity that they were staying. So she sends him to her brother's house, if you will. And uh, and so he's arriving there. And his name is Laban. And so in chapter 29, verse 16, now Laban had two daughters. The older one was named Leah. The younger was named Rachel. Leah had a tender eyes, but Rachel was shapely and beautiful. In other words, Leah had a great personality, but Rachel was fire. And so he fell in love with Rachel. This is what he wanted to do. In verse 18, Jacob loved Rachel. So he answered Laban, um, I'll work for you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. And so I'll give you seven years of labor if you give me Rachel as my wife. And so then we see, um, verse 21, uh, Jacob said to Laban, since my time is complete, this is after the seven years, give me my wife so I can sleep with her. So he is like ready to do his thing. I put my time in. Now let me get what I came here to get. And so Laban throws a feast and everything. The word doesn't say so, but it implies that, that, that Jacob got lit, you know, that he got drunk. And then, um, 
And then Laban gave Leah to Jacob that night. And then in verse 25, when morning came, there was Leah. So he said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? Wasn't it for Rachel that I worked for you? Why have you deceived me? Laban answered, it is not custom in this place to give the younger daughter in marriage before the firstborn. Complete this week of wedding celebration and we will give you the younger one in return for working yet another seven years for me. So in other words, you got to give me seven more years. Even though I fooled you, you got to give me seven more years. Now, this is, I mean, that you reap what you sow, right? Because what happens here is that Laban deceives Jacob and tricks him into marrying the older daughter first because she was the oldest. And this is kind of payback because Jacob did a similar sort of thing to Esau when he stole his first uh, his firstborn rights. And so he's kind of getting his just desserts. And, you know, you reap what you sow. So he's been tricked. And, and that's the way it goes. And so um, what we're going to do here is we're going to we're going to pause this and stop until tomorrow because we're going to get into um, uh, Jacob's sons uh, starting tomorrow, uh, which will basically be the origins of the 12 tribes of Israel. And so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this word. We thank you uh, for the health that you've given us on this day. Father God, I ask that everybody out there who's listening to this and seeing this video uh, will comprehend what's going on, that you will be able to speak divinely to and through them. And Father, we just thank you that we have these opportunities in Jesus.